I can make a living from walking in the woods. You can bet I'll be sitting pretty good high on a hill, looking at a field downwind. If I can make a nickel off of turning in bass, never worry about the price of gas. I'll be wheeling and dealing and sitting there reeling them in. Hunting, fishing, loving every day. That's the prayer that a country boy prays. Thank God he made me this way. Hunting and fishing and loving every Good day. Good morning and welcome to Gone Outdoors. Kyle Agri and Scott Brewer of Brewer Agri Outdoors. We're here talking hunting, talking fishing, talking just about anything you can do outdoors. For the next hour, right here on Kello News Talk 1320, 107.9 FM, KWSN 1230, 98.1 FM, both out of Sioux Falls, South Dakota, and the mighty 790, 104.7 FM, KFGO Fargo. Today's Gone Outdoors is brought to you by Ray's Sport and Marine, your local Lund Boats and Bennington Pontoon Dealer in Moorhead, RaysMarineMoorhead.com. Adventure RV across from the fairgrounds in West Fargo, your number one RV dealer in the FM area. AdventureRVSales.com. Fishing for a snack or gas in Lakes Country, Lakeland General Store is your one-stop shop in the Lakes area at the Highway 59 and 34 Junction in Dunvilla. Devil's Lake Tourism and Linex of Fargo. This is Linex Country, home of the adventurous. Always a pleasure having you join us for Gone Outdoors. And, you know, here we are, Saturday, September 30th, Scott. And just like that, bang, another month. We talked about it earlier. Fall flies. It fa- it flies fast. And here we go. September, after today, check, it's gone. Yeah. We're into October, which is the, a month that most sportsmen wait for all year long. It's definitely seasons of transition, you know, because we're going to transition all the way from open water season through most hunting seasons uh, into ice fishing season. And we're not that far away from it. You know, there, there will be people on the ice probably by Thanksgiving, you know, Mother Nature or not. It seems like every if the year. the averages work, yes. Every year somebody is out there right around Thanksgiving weekend. That's less than two months away. I'm thinking back to 2020, and it was less than two and a half weeks from now we had ice. Not on the big lakes, of course, but on the smaller sloughs and, well, actually bigger sloughs too. It, and it opened up back year that year as well and got warm again as we headed into November. But still, possibility is here. Fishing's heating up. Hunting is heating up. It's all there. There's so much to talk about. And uh, let's jump right in, Scott. So, can- so you got you got two months of vacation now starting October 1st, right? I wish. I wish. <laughs> that has been my lifelong dream. And, uh, you know, God willing, if... The day comes when I can actually retire from my from my job that pays the bills. That would be the goal, right? To have those couple of months to hunt and fish in the fall and do it all. And that's funny. If you're an outdoorsman, a lot of them will retire right around September 1st or October 1st. That's their day. Absolutely. Because they want it off. There's a lot of people that think, well, that's weird. You worked all summer, so you can have the fall off. But if you know, you know. If you know, you know. <laughs> the yeah. truth. Hey, let's jump right in, Scott. Congrats. You and uh, Adam had a great Cormorant Fall Classic FM walleyes. You had a you had a um, a one day tournament, a one day shootout, and uh, 
and you got on the fish, you came in top 10. Congrats. Yeah, thank you. And uh, fortunately, it was an eight-hour tournament, uh, Big Cormorant Lake. This was last Sunday. Fortunately, it was eight hours because the first two or three hours did not work as expected. You know, we had pre-fished a couple of days, and then probably what hurt us the most and hurt most of our contestants the most was the night before the tournament, we had four inches of rain. There was rain throughout the entire region that night. We had a lot of it there, and it really, really changed the fish behavior. So all that pre-fishing that most anglers did, including myself, was thrown out the window. Uh, By about three hours into the tournament, we realized we're going to have to make some major adjustments, which we did, and it worked to our favor. Fortunately, we ended up in 10th place. Uh, sneaked into that top 10 in that tournament, which isn't a very easy thing to do. And, you know, we've talked about it many times. It's all about the decisions you make on the water. If you're like me, you've made way more wrong decisions than you have right decisions (laughs) over the years. So it's nice when you make the right decisions because it doesn't happen all that often. It is. It's great. And when the stars align and you make the right decisions and the fish cooperate, you get good results, and that's always fun. Yeah, it certainly was. And it was fun right to the end because we only had five fish. It was a six-fish limit. So any one more fish would have been a huge bonus, any any size fish. Any size fish. You know, it's not like up. we were looking for upgrades at that point. Any size fish would have been huge, which we never got, so we ended up weighing the five. Great job. And we're going to hear more about the tournament next segment, too. Our tournament champions, Jeremy Kropinski, Thomas Brindlison, uh, they're going to join us next segment and tell us a little bit about some of the uh, some of the decisions they made that paid off big time for them as they took home first place. So uh, th- there are some congratulations in order to the other side of the room, too, to you, Mr. Agri. I know it's not in the Cormorant tournament because I made some decisions, too, but they were completely the wrong ones. <laughs> and that happens, um, myself included. Uh, but congratulations for uh, your award this last week at the Aglow Conference. A lot of our listeners probably don't know what Aglow is. So let's chat about that for a second. Well, Aglow is an acronym. It stands for the Association of Great Lakes Outdoor Writers. Uh, and that's a group that encompasses not only folks who write newspaper and, and magazine articles, but t- people who do blogs, people who do, they have YouTube channels, they do TV shows, they do radio shows like Gone Outdoors, they do, uh, you know, photography and all sorts of outdoor communications. And this was a conference of, of all the folks from, you know, as far away as New York State, uh, Tennessee, Kentucky, Missouri, lots and lots of people from a, from a pretty big area. It was a lot of fun and I was very fortunate with the level of competition, they do give out some awards, and I was able to, to win an award for a, a photo that I took of my grandson ice fishing, and that had been used on the Eskimo Ice Fishing Gears website, and uh, a lot of fun. Yeah, that's pretty cool. And, you know, we talked about the competition at Big Cormorant in that tournament, and that's local competition. There are a few national players that, that compete in that, but absolutely, a glow is it really is almost a national organization to show the scope of it. All the media people, whether it's TV, radio, print, photographs, whatever it is, in the outdoors are in this. So to get second place, you get second place in the photography. 
um, to get second place in that is pretty darn amazing. That's a pretty special award, and congratulations. Well, thank you, sir. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. And then for those of you who know me, I love to take pictures. I love to capture the moment, the memories. We talk about that a lot. It's memories in the outdoors that really are what we're after. It isn't necessarily the fish. It's not necessarily the deer or the bird. It's the memory of what you're doing and who you're doing it with. That's why, honestly, why we're talking about October and November are so special to so many people. It's those memories of, of pheasant camp or deer camp or whatever it is. It's anytime those months are brought to mind, it brings back those amazing memories with family, with friends, you know, ever since for a lot of us, since we were little kids. And, and something that we don't necessarily do a lot of anymore, Scott, is uh, duck and goose camp. And there were, there were families, there were friends, there were guys and gals out doing that last weekend all over the Gone Outdoors listening area. And I hope, I hope the birds were, were cooperating. I hope they were decoying. I hope you were shooting straight. I hope you had a great harvest and, uh, and had a really great, great weekend out there chasing those ducks and geese. Yeah, for sure. Speaking of that, uh, we've got... A lot of participation ahead of us in our next uh, three segments here. As I mentioned, Jeremy and Thomas are going to join us next segment. Then we got a special one. Segment three, the second half of the program, Ron Shera, uh, Hall of Fame communicator and president of the, the Min Fish Organization. And uh, we're going to visit with him about some of the work that they're doing. We're going to wrap up today's show visiting with Kurt Shirado about... Lake Sakakawea, someplace we're going to be heading in a short order, Scott, and uh, going to be great to hear from him. Folks, stick around. We'll be right back with more Gone Outdoors. Hunting, fishing, loving every day. That's the prayer that a country boy prays. <laughs> 